taking this down, but they're looking for the killer blow. That's it, back of the end zone. Dagger! He's looking. Jamil's coming. Jamil's coming. He's moving. He's, moving. He's got him. That, he's got him. He's got him. It was caught, but Jed has called the sack. Incomplete. He called the sack. It's two points to the hammerhead. An unbelievable sack there by Jamil. Yeah. The last game of the day, and it's caught, and it's in. It's a touchdown. I said it's a, a touchdown. The last score. play of the game. Last the clock play. is at zeros. That's it. Your Swansea Hammerheads are advancing to the Division One final, having knocked off the two seed and having knocked off the one seed. Alan Young, you look absolutely stunned. What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! <laughs> and now, a new episode of The Way We HNC It. That's it. Welcome back to the way we HNC it. It is lovely to welcome you all into this first weekend of Baffa flag football for 2023. We are excited. We hope you're excited too. And we have a full house this evening. I am joined, of course, by my fellow hosts. Uh, number one, a very handsome man who looks relieved that Winter League is over. It is Mr. Stuart Anderson. How are you, Tree? How can you tell the stress has just left my body? I don't I understand how you know, but yes. You look Winter like you've been rubbing L'Oreal cream on your face for the last like... <laughs> I've de-aged like <laughs> 10, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is correct. But to be fair, man, last game day was a doddle. Like, Smooth, I don't know how right? it was for you guys playing, but for me, apart from a mild concussion protocol, um, the rest of the day was blissful. So cannot complain, Mr. Besley Berry. Good. Good. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm glad to hear it. And back once again after a after a sabbatical. It is uh, the traveller himself, Mr. Greg Sim. Welcome back, Greg. Good to have you back in our threesome. Ah, oh, it's always wonderful to be part of this threesome. There we go. Good. Good. <laughs> glad. You fine? You fine yeah. yourself? I am. I am well. It's felt. It's felt like a while since we've it's, conversed. It's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. So. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're back. We're back once again, and um, I guess we'll start with we'll start with Winter League. We've already kind of alluded to it. Uh, so, Tree, tell us how it went from our organization. Now you can look back on the whole on the whole five yeah. weeks. Um, I mean, looking as a whole, I guess obviously it's pretty successful. I mean, we didn't have any really any problems whatsoever in regards to anything really i mean everyone was pretty easy there was a couple swear words thrown back and forward at players and i nearly had to deal with an ejection for the first time in winter league history but we won't talk about that um but everything else was relatively easy i mean we the one biggest concern i had going into this year was the the time allocation because yeah. we know how expensive the orium is Usha. 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 Um, so if i've got to pay for an extra hour is where's that coming from yeah. So, so we never had to worry about it. The whole time, we were always about half an hour early, 20 minutes early. We had lots of time to play. And by the time we got to the last game day, we, we I don't know if you guys noticed it, but the scoreboard was at the back of the field. It was I had cool. team names on it. I had the scores going up live, the clock working perfectly. And 
yeah, I mean, it, as an overall looking back over the year, to have the increase to 11 teams, uh, the slight increase in uh, availability and time, the cha- the double venue as well, going to uh, Ravens Craig as well. Aye, it was good. I think overall it was, it was pretty good. You know, the feedback I've had from it has been very positive. Good. So everyone seems to be quite happy in the way in which it turned out. And we, we obviously had a champion at the end of it. So, yeah, so absolutely. Was, groovy, was, Mr. Besley Barry. Clear. Yes. Very much so. Although going into the last game day, it was a bit nervy for some was, people. I think there was potential. There was potential for it to be for it to be tight on the final on the final game day. Um, obviously, in the end, um, we'll do the rundown. We'll do the rundown of the table. Top yeah. Guns uh, obviously ran away with it at the end. They were six points clear, seventeen uh, wins, two draws, and a loss for thirty six points, um, and an outrageous two. Plus two eighty two points difference. Um in in second place on thirty points, fourteen fourteen wins, two draws and four losses. Uh was the Renfrewshire Raptors, thirty points, uh thirty league points, 168 of a points difference. Third place, Rexus Midnight Runners, 30 points, uh, but in third on points difference, 103 uh points difference. Edinburgh Outlaws, um, uh, 11 wins, three ties. So they are they are the tie leaders for the year. Um, and six losses, 25 points. Uh, Aberdeen, 10, 1, and 9, 21 points. Silverhawks, 9 and 11 for 18 points. Uh, Chargers, 7, 1, and 12 for 15. Uh, Killer Bees, 7 and 13 on 14 points and a negative 39 points difference. That's important because the Carlet Cobras went 6, 2, and 12 to also get to 14 points, but we're a negative 146. Um, before the Kings in 12 points at 6 and, four, six and 14, um, and on 5 points in 11th place, the Grangemouth Colts, 2, 1, and 17. So, yeah, and it was, uh, but yeah, it was it was tight. Um, I was chatting to, to Mark from the Raptors throughout the day because he was trying to work out how long... How many points they needed to guarantee <laughs> to guarantee second place? Uh, yeah, they they had a rough day, obviously, with uh, Mark stepping up at QB over Ben, which was it must have been a closely guarded secret. Surely Ben would have knew before that. They they could, I don't know him. why Ben wasn't there. They just no, benched him. I <laughs> oh, just benched him. It's not kidding. good enough. Mark's like, I'm taking the responsibility here. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. So they had uh, they had it all to all to fight for. They uh, they got off to the start they needed. I think they needed, I think three points. Was enough, provided there wasn't a massive points difference swing. Um, so yeah, they got off to the right start, uh, winning thirty-two fourteen over the Kings. Uh, their next game was a tie thirteen thirteen that got them their third point. So, uh, yeah, all but sealed it. Um, yeah, they then they then were it was a two point game. They lost to the Top Gun in what we were thinking could possibly. If other things broke the right way, be a, a title contender. Yeah, that was um, a Jules, uh, an extra point return. An extra point return is the difference. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the the Raptors got their fourth point. Um, on their second, was it? Oh, their last game of the day. They got their fourth. It, point I'm sure was it not like the last play of the game? They I, got a stop or something or something. So we was it playing, last play of the game? We were playing at the same time, so I couldn't. I obviously couldn't see it. <clears throat> They were yeah. on field three, we were on field two. And uh, yeah, 19-19 on their last game of the day. Um, 
to get to 30 points. Um, which meant that, yeah, Rex has been at runners, I think would have had to beat the the all-time port point scored record um, <laughs> in order to get anywhere close. And uh, breaking over unders or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um yeah, and that so as it was, yeah, Rexy's got their win, but it didn't matter uh in terms of the kind of the trophies that they were going to get. So yeah, yeah. All in all, all in all, a very a very good day up and down the league. Um quite a lot of movement in the standings. Um I should have screenshotted it from before. Yeah, probably, yeah. And we could add the little arrows in, but uh yeah, no. A very good uh a very good year. And of course, special mention, special shout out to uh, Brandon Lamb of Top Gun for the the MVP uh, yep. nod from from the players around the, from the referees. Sorry, um, nine votes in the end, Biz. Nine a new votes. record. Yeah, no more games obviously than the last Lebanon League, but yeah, nine votes to, nine to votes. Rossi's seven. Um, That's Ross Scott McDonald came from nowhere, nowhere. Besley Berry, Scott McDonald ends up on five votes. I was going to say uh, he got all five on the last game day, right? He got all these MVP votes on the last game day. Yep. <laughs> he got an MVP for every game we played. Yep. So, so shot him all the way up to five. So you've just got to wonder what happened in all the other games. I don't know. Well, I wasn't I wasn't there for most of them, so I've got serious questions. Um I, I think he just yeah. paid someone off. I, I think there was no <laughs> talent levels involved. I think it's just Scotty just slipping a ten or ten F. <laughs> <laughs> Fully well, knew he was too far back, but ah, uh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> yeah, so. No, he had a good day. He had a good day, Scotty. So yeah, uh, yeah. Well Jamie Bennett had a good one as well. He had a couple other MVP votes taken up to four. Uh, so Jamie had a, a spectacular final game day and got a couple MVP nods as well. So yeah, couple couple mentions at the last game day. They, they both stepped up in the last game day. Yeah, good, good, cool. Um, so I think we've got. Uh, stat leaders to do as a special we, surprise. We do, we do, we do, we do. I, I don't know if there's much surprise here. Um, but we'll go through the stats. Obviously, I'll post these like tomorrow, a little screenshot. But my issue with this is they're not a hundred percent accurate. Um, I even just give you one <laughs> example. Bez has already told me that he got more sacks than I have recorded. So Bez is upset with me, Mr. Greg Sims. So hold him back from me. Um, and also Julesy's one of his games. There was no the extra points were ticked, so I have no idea who they were. I don't think it made a difference <laughs> in the end. But Ooh. defensively, I think there was. Uh, yeah, well, defensively, I think there has been a couple of mistakes. But we'll, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave them to fight over themselves. Only I can only go, take what's on the score sheet. Only sheets. go with what's written down on the scorecard. Only go with what's on the score sheet. So don't shoot the messenger. Shoot your team for saying off on the score sheet. Who obviously <laughs> have not checked it. So, uh, we'll do top threes for each because uh, I, 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 there's too many to go over. Uh, but you know what? I know who the to- the top Kings quarterback is, boys. Yours truly, and it I only played be. like five games. <laughs> that well, gave gonna, me a good little gonna, giggle. That's going to affect the game, the game picks in a couple of weeks. Knowing that, so. <laughs> oh no, that, I only played a couple of games. Uh, anyways, so in third place on the quarterbacks was Scott McDonald. Uh, he ended up with 211 points. So it was 49 touchdowns, 8 XP ones, and 11 XP twos. Um, there obviously is a calculation. There is a deduction in points for sacks, tackle for losses, minus one. Uh, and a pick, I think, is minus four. I can't quite remember. I'd have to go look oh, at the maths, boys. Aggressive. Uh, but there are deductions, which, again, is sometimes not accurate to, which is probably why it's flawed a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because, again, if you've got a two-quarterback setup, I have no idea yeah, who's nobody knows. the receptions. Yeah. 
So on those occasions, sometimes I just don't mark them because I just don't know who they're against. And I'm not chasing it because I can't be arsed. Um, <laughs> second, uh, got to was, appreciate the honesty. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to tell you how it is, boys. I'm going to tell you how it is. If anyone wants to shoot me down, you know, be more accurate. <laughs> Uh, Jamie Bennett was ended up in second place on a quarterback standards with 52 touchdowns, 27 XP1s, whoosha, and uh, one XP2 uh, with 221 points, but a runaway quarterback winner because Ben wasn't there in the last game day with 60 touchdowns, 26 XP1s, three XP2s is Mr. Julian Holborn White. Well done, Jules. Uh, for the top guys taking the overall QB. The man can do everything. So... Congratulations, Mr. Julian, for being the best quarterback in Scotland. Apparently. Facts. 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 Using the only metric we have at this current time. Facts. Yep, that'll do. Facts. Nobody nobody else needs to know. That's it. Just take it. Uh, Yeah. Congratulations, Jules. Um, Who else have we got? Offense. We'll go with the one. Yeah, we'll we'll do offense. This was a kind of hotly contested one because a few like big movers and shakers. And I think it was mainly like the top three were kind of. Kind of solid going into the last game day, and they kind of sold themselves. But there's a lot of changes. I want to shout out Simon from Aberdeen team. Yep. Uh, he ended up finishing one, two, three, four, fifth overall uh, with 16 TDs. Uh, Stevie Cliff had 16 TDs. Uh, Fraser Hudson had 16 TDs. Uh, Keir Beaton, another big shout for him. Yep. Another Aberdeen guy. There's a lot of players in there that I think are names that are not new to me, but names that I didn't expect to be so far up. Um, Ainsley Barkley was up there quite high. Uh, Gregor Rule was quite high. So there's a lot of people getting touchdowns up there. But the top three, third, Mr. James Cassidy, Mr. Cassidy himself, Ocho Uno. Of course. Uh, 22 touchdowns, 10 XP1s, 1 XP2 for 144 offensive points. Lovely. Um, he was up there. Uh, then it was Paul Johnston on 24 touchdowns, 14 XP1s and 1 XP2 for 160. And then uh, Mr. MVP himself, Mr. Brandon Lamb, <laughs> was our overall offensive player of the year with 27 touchdowns, 7 XP1s and 2 XP2s, finishing 173 points. Good uh, man. So well done, Mr. Lamb. I think that was very much in the way of like the last game day. It was literally the Brandon Lamb scoring fest. Uh, <laughs> and the stat sheets is just eight to eight, eight to eight, eight to eight. And I was like, oh, there's Brandon again. That's the, uh, well, the uh, the t- the touchdown, the offensive player and MVP, overall MVP is the is the way. I can commend him for that. Yeah, because there was a Raptor, like Paul Johnston was second and Ross uh, was obviously, Ross Liddell was uh, fourth. So... The next nearest Top Gun was Matty Ross, who was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth uh, overall. So, you know, the Raptors boys obviously had a, a banger together, obviously taking points of each other. Uh, uh, yes, yes, Greg, yes. <laughs> but there was eventually marked on the score sheet, but they were very good. So just for insight, people can't see what Greg typed, but yes, there was two 88s. Uh, but Liam and Brandon, because they're really competitive they actually marked got the score sheet to write down an L oh, okay. for Liam or okay. a B for Brandon. So they were they weren't taking touchdowns off I'm, each other. All I'm saying is that the yeah. number two in that list could feel a little bit aggrieved because there could be some extra points <laughs> on there. Nah, but Liam Fleming was right on it. He was wanting his touchdowns, that's for sure. <laughs> Unbelievable. So well done, Mr. <laughs> Lamb. And then uh, into the sort of defensive ones. Um 
Yeah, this is this is an interesting one. I, I've I've had to double check this, and I've double checked it a couple times because well, I'm just curious to whether it was right or not. But um, the little battle of Aberdeen was third and fourth. Uh, Scott Forbes ended up being fourth overall, eight interceptions and one pick six for thirty eight points. But Liam Dixon with seven interceptions and two pick six takes third on forty. Uh, so well done, Liam. For and I think he the picked battle six on Sunday. He did. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, what yeah. took him over the top. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what got him in. So Liam got third overall. Good uh, job. Brandon Lamb was second in the defensive stats as well. He had eight interceptions with four pick six, uh, with 56 points. And with 58 points, two points ahead, with 13 interceptions oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, only yeah. one pick six is Ross Liddell from the Renfrewshire Raptors. Oh, wow. He had, he had a... I had to go back and check the score sheets a couple times just to be sure, because in one game, he had like three picks in one game. And then another game, he had like two. So he shot up from like mid-pack to well up to the top because of week four. I think it was week oh, four. Interesting. But, uh, he, had, yeah, he was, he was playing very... I From what, obviously, they were a lot of the time they were playing at the same time as us. But from what I did see as well, he was playing He was playing very well on Sunday. Yeah, so, Ross, is, Ross has been one of those players actually this year. He's, pr- he's it's primed, not kind of he's, from nowhere, but he's... He's primed he's, for a big bath a year, though. Ah, I think... Yeah, oh, he's primed. Anyone Div one's going to have a big year, Bez. We know that. So. Oh, sorry, I just I oh, I said that out loud. <laughs> he's he's praying. <laughs> nah, Div One. They, they, as I said, the Raptors are going to go absolutely to town on Div One this season. Absolutely to town. Well, they should do. If they don't, I'd be disappointed. <laughs> trees, trees. <laughs> spoiler alert for Trees game picks later. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Raptors, don't let me down, boys. Uh, you know, I put you guys all. On, my money's on the line. Yeah, <laughs> well, fictional, but you know, you are all in. Uh, it's, it's way too early prediction for the the, the championship win as well. Yeah, it's uh, probably spoiled. So because we haven't yeah. we haven't actually done that. This we year. haven't done. No, 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 so, uh, so that's that's my winter league stuff, boys. Uh, the only your thing first is, year I'm, of it, uh, tree. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I've got a lot. Of, I've got big shoes to fill, boys. We know what we're talking about. I don't want to be uh, in a t-shirt, or do I? Or do I? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I've got special permission, Bess, haven't I, to yeah, yeah. award these winners with a special, special gift. Uh, that uh, so Julian, Brandon Lamb, and Ross Liddell look out in a game day soon. Tree or Bez or someone from the HNC podcast will be presenting you with a way the HNC mug. That's it. Coffee mugs as prizes are back. <laughs> they're back. back. <laughs> they're they're one off. They're they're rare. They're the, they're the much more meaning. They're, they'll be coming out to That's an it. MVP uh, or stat leader soon. They can even I'll have them, them they can even have the new logo on them. The cleaned up. Oh logo, so. yes, I'll, I'll get them ordered yeah. up for the boys and. I'll, uh, I think yeah, we're we'll, just going to get them posted as one delivery and we'll hand them yeah. out on game days. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get them throughout it. the year at some point. That's Lovely. So before we finish Lovely. up, though, All right. one one last Winter League bit of administrative work to do. Mm. Well, there is a review show still to get done. That's as true. well. I've still got like, get, like still got game, sweet punks game of the yeah, week. Yeah. I've got highlights to put out. I don't know. I was basically down to come hard off whenever I get that content, but there will be a final show. Well, this this is oh, for this. this is for the over unders tournament. Oh yeah, this is oh okay. 
Nice. Okay. Now going I'm into in. going into week the final week, we're basically down to two at the top of the table. It was Clay's and Cami Wilson. Clay Slam and Cami Wilson separated by just a point. Both of them, as with many of you, had horrid week fours in the picks. Horrid, I tell you. Week three, week five, sorry, a lot of you have recovered well. However, we had five players get four four right. We had two players get five right. Oh, best. But the super six for the whole season came down to this. Was someone going to get six out of six? And no one did. did. No oh, man, you built up so well. <laughs> I was totally like, did someone do it? No oh. one did. No one did. Unfortunately, Jeez. no one did. Um, 25 grand stays in your pocket, best. That's it. That's it. However much it is. <laughs> Cammy's cash remains in my pocket. <laughs> uh, um, but yes, the uh, it was it was uh, Drew Crichton got five, and Stuart Anderson got five. <laughs> Let's go! That guy cares what he's talking about. <laughs> got five. So the, gets uh, lucky once in a while. Once in a blue moon. Just don't look at my previous history. That's all I'm yeah. saying. So, Brings you back up to mid-table mediocrity. What's actually you tree, tree, you, over over the course of two weeks, over the course of week three and week five, you scored nine points. That's right, well and over me. the course of weeks one, two, and four combined, you scored seven. <laughs> <laughs> I was warming up to the league bench. Peaks and troughs, baby. Peaks I was looking at the stats and the scores. It was peaks and troughs, baby. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's okay. Yeah. I can accept so that. So the um, I don't have the actual the lines handy, but um, Aberdeen versus uh, Newcastle Silverhawks was an over. Kings versus uh, Colts was the under. Uh, the Silverhawks and Carlute Cobras. The voting public, there was sixteen of you. Eight said over. Eight said under. And it was the under by 1.5 points. <laughs> wow. Tight. Yeah. Uh, Raptors versus Top Gun was an over. Uh, Rexies versus Killer Bees was an under. And Edinburgh versus Aberdeen was an over by 1.5 points. And it was the highest line. So uh, what you're saying is you're you're getting so, pretty decent at these. Yeah, yeah, this Greg, yeah. yeah. So of the yeah, sixteen yeah. of the sixteen people that played, only five people got that one right. That was the that one and Rexy's versus uh, the Killer Bees. I think were the two that threw the most people off. There was a lot of people that got three or four through the first four games, and then never got any. <laughs> um, there was a lot of double. There's a lot of double zeros on the last oh, two games. No. Um, so the overall. Uh, so Tree, you and I were the only two uh, pundits to play the whole way through. Well done, well done, Bess. And it was sixteen apiece. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, cool. Well, we, we can, we, I can handle we, a tie. Uh, I can handle yeah, a tie. we tied. We tied. It's um, ties for a tie, boys. Ties for a tie. I'll hand over my best we'll tie. Yeah. We'll give it. Get some ties made up. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was done. So um. Yeah. We we were we were in the bunch. With uh, Ross Moyer and Scott McDonald that were tied for tied for fourth, 
four of us on 16 points. In nice. third place, okay. he's having a pretty good podcast so far. Ross Liddell, 17 points. Wow. Having a good winter league. He did. He is. And we know, and we so we knew the top two were going to come, it was going to come down to the top two. There was even a little bit of sporting good luck in the comment section of the pickums between Cami and Clays. So going into it, Cami was one pick behind. Cami scored four points on the weekend. So what does Clays need? Which means, so uh, Clays needs three to win it, three to tie it. Uh, sorry, three to tie it. Three to tie, four to win. Four to win it. Yeah. Which means the winner of the 2023 <laughs> Winter League over-unders with a score of 20 points is Clay Thalman. He also Woo! scored four points. Yeah, got four. Well done. He also scored four points. And yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're their two scores came in back to back as well so they were that they were both came in at the same time so i did their scores side by side one after one 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 <laughs> one uh, yeah yeah so unfortunately for cammy he was on the wrong side of the 50 50 1.5 split um of course yeah yeah close um so yeah that's that's it so congratulations uh Cleus. We'll try and sort you out with something. The game was that you would get something at the value of the proceeds from any t-shirt sales during the winter league period. Um, <laughs> Which was nothing. We haven't, sold a sing- we haven't sold a single t-shirt. Uh, so, um, was a crisp yeah. high five. Yeah. So a crisp, a crisp high five. But um, yeah, we'll try and get you something sent over for Sport Mondable. I guess would be the the next time someone will be flying over. Um, so we'll try and we'll try and sort you out something for that. Um, but yeah, that's the last of the Winter League admin that is required. So yeah, thanks to everyone that played. Um, there was a there was a whole bunch of you that, that played. Um, all, uh, yeah, twenty nine folk took part over the course of the winter season. So thank you very much, everyone. We'll we're probably not going to do anything for the Baffa season because it's. A lot, so we'll uh, <laughs> we'll just uh, we're gonna play we're gonna play a game on the show, so you can listen out for that, and you can turn us into memes when we're wrong, because that is the way. Do you not have an apology to make for Winter League Bess? Probably, not putting you on the spot. Probably, Ooh. what did I do? You know, what, you messed up. Oh, Bess was commentating, and, and oh, I did, I did. Got I, got Martin, I got Martin's name wrong. I got Martin's <laughs> name wrong. Public apology? No, so, no, yeah. Yeah, I made a public. I made a. I, well, oh, it's is, hilarious! So I made a public Greg, apology on the reel, and then immediately, and then immediately backtracked and went on the offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I've just scrolled through Facebook and seen that Colts have posted their squad and Billy Corner has just popped up on my right. Oh, oh, I did see it's, this. It's yeah. another player. It's Martin, is it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ben. I didn't put in the spot. To be fair, and you went straight on the attack. There was also there was also one. It that, was definitely Billy. There was no. I basically just said that surely there's a, like basically uh, Martin has stolen Billy's iconic look. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I did get that. I did get that the wrong way around, and I was turned into a meme for it. That and that is funny. what I would expect of the flag football community. So, yeah. well played, <laughs> well played. 
So, um, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a jingle. They're just totally dominant at that position. I honestly do not know how you defend it. Well, what time is it? It's touchdown time. To be honest, someone should just cover that guy. Where do you throw on that defense? They're too good. Yeah, and as the season goes on, he just gets better and better. It has been amazing to see the development. Well, we all know that HNC is just the best conference in the world. The way we HNC it's top 25 players of 2021. That's right, it is top 10 time. It's the top 25 players of 2022 have been voted on, they've been deliberated on, your votes have been counted, you know numbers 25 to 11, and tonight we're going to find out our top 10 picks. So Greg, obviously you've uh, you've caught up, you missed, you missed the last... Uh... I did, and I was utterly stunned by the violence that the people of the HNC have chosen in how they've rated some of these players, by the way. Just utterly stunned. I mean, what was it, Jules at 12? Jules at 12. You know, the be- the best quarterback in Scotland, apparently, as well as uh, something like 41 receiving touchdowns. The highest receiving touchdowns in the country, yeah. apparently. Yeah, only 12. Obviously well. not, good, not, not good enough looking, apparently. Had to be something. Wow. It, 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 there was, I mean, obviously you guys don't see the data as it comes in. And oh. I was trying to warn you all that there was some aggressive voting being done. Um, Will this be made public? Do we get to, does, is this public knowledge? I don't, is this freedom I don't, of information request? Are they weigh the HNC to reveal, you know, what the numbers were? I've never, uh, no, I've never disclosed like individual no. voting forms. The whole point is that it's kind of. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's probably what we've done. We've done this twice before now, haven't we? Yeah. We've almost probably had Callum Woods at one and Joe's at two previously. And now they're somehow bumped down to 11 yeah. and 12. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of names that are always around. Um, so, and yeah, I'm fully stunned by that one. So, so let's not forget that based on the Basically, number, it the rules number of, nothing out. It rules, it rules nothing, nothing out going out. forward. So let's not let's not forget that the there are almost 250 HNC players. So being in the top 25 means that you're inside that 10%, the cream of the crop. And uh, yeah, once we get down to the top 10, you're well inside that top that top five percent of of players that are around. So this is where we get to the people that have gained max respect and uh been pretty much on every voting form that came in so and uh, uh, bez I, I do have one request okay now i i did i did ask of you one thing when we announced a certain player that we would have an image used in their honor now you didn't quite do that for me however can we can we put that out as the um as like the, the placeholder for this the, episode the oh potentially <laughs> Potentially, uh, you'd be you'd be surprised how many uh, 
You'd be surprised Please. how many compromising images I've been sent uh, in order to... And, and I would just like one to be used. Yeah, no, that's fine. We'll work on We'll see what we can do. We'll see Fantastic. what we can do. Fantastic. Right, let me get my Photoshop <laughs> open, boys. <laughs> okay, are we ready? Are we ready? Are you strapped in? Uh, I don't know if oh, I'm ready for this. I don't know. Like, I, that, that, the last would, round of the numbers were, were crazy. Ten. In fact, we're doing 10 as well. It's 10 in a row. Really stressful. It's a big show time. I've still got Baffa to talk we're about. Still got it's going to be a big show. Strap in for the long haul. It's a big I've, got show. Good, I've got good news. Hope you're I hydrated. Have done my, I've done my homework. I have done my homework now. Good. Oh, nice. Okay. In at number 10 is a player that we all know very well. We are unlike oh yeah if we continue on from last time tree we're staying with the same club again oh they got back yeah. to back back to back this so guy scored it was screens both wasn't it this guy scored 19 yep. receiving touchdowns rushed for two more which would have made him good for sixth total in the in uh, the premier north couple of passes defensed three interceptions on the year as well Dante. From the Grangemouth Broncos, huh? Matty Ross. My, wow. Well, there we go. Jeez. Matty Ross, after another superb season, uh, also obviously getting a Silver's nod, heading abroad, um, playing very well at a whole host of tournaments throughout the year. Uh, yeah, Matty Ross is your number 10. Woo! Clap, clap, clap. Oh, yeah. Reactions, Greg? Again, kind of stunned. Like we all know, Matty has been a very, very good player. I um, played alongside him for I think probably the first time this last year, and I think it's. I think I was actually quite surprised. And I think that's being hor- horrible as well. I was surprised by genuinely how good he is. Um, I knew he was good, but he is actually exceptional. Um, his hands are, you know, second to none. You know, the ball in the vicinity, it will be getting caught. Is he's absolutely lightning quick, um, and he doesn't mind a little bit of the physicality of it as well. He's not going to get intimidated by that. So he's, he's and he reads the game so so well. Um, Loves a spew before a game, by the way. So if you see him spewing before the game, be worried. Do not be worried. Be, no, be, be worried. <laughs> be worried because he is about to he is about to perform. Um yeah. Ten, fantastic. But I I, I know fine on my, my board I had him higher up. But yeah, well done, my. And it's I, I can only see him the performance is going to improve this year as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. In at nine. We're going to switch teams now, Tree. We're moving on to the most interceptions. The interception leader of the HNC Premiership. With 13 of them and a pick six. 46 tackles anchoring the back end of the Glasgow Hornets defense, Max Verlint. Nice. Yeah. So Max is uh, Max's first 
full full season in the in the Premiership with with Glasgow, um, results in him coming in at number number nine, um, to make his his first appearance on on the list. So, Tree, what do you what do you think of that? Big impact player, big player, big impact player, big personality. Yeah, I like Max. I think I had him voted quite high in my picks actually. Uh, for that reason, he's along with him and Maka, the two of them, quite a formidable force. The two of them, you know, they're they're versatile, they're quick, they're super athletic, aggressive, um, and definitely I don't want to look at him the wrong way. I think he'd end me. Um, <laughs> uh, wonderful man though. So Max, Max is really good. So I honestly, that's no surprise that Max is up there. You know, and the, the Hornets, yeah, are better with him. So and the killer bees even during winter league, Jesus man, that Max was everywhere at Ravens Creek. Like it's I mean, like man. he was across the field, offense, defense. He's just one of those guys. Yeah, uh, unbelievable talent. It's just he's a hornet. You know, <laughs> could have picked any other team, Max. You know, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's a great player, great player, and he's you know, he's no doubt gonna have an absolute stellar season this year and just again take it to another level and help that hornet team you know, go to the promised land where the, you know, they'll probably be aiming to be this season, Mr. Besley Barry's, but I would yeah, think so. Very well deserved. Think, he's, he's very talented. Big ambitions for the year. So, uh, let's stay. We're going to stay with the Glasgow Hornets as we go to number eight in the top 25. Uh, eight interceptions. And five receiving touchdowns. This guy played both ways um, throughout the year. Um, he's a friend of the show. It's Mr. Calum Stepani. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Stoops. Like our Stoops. Yeah. Stoops back in, obviously playing predominantly at that corner position uh, for, for the Hornets um, with in front of in front of Maka and Max. Um, yeah, had another, another strong season for, for Callum, who is dearly missed. Uh, in Aberdeen, um, and yeah, it was part of that team. Obviously, that went the the whole way to the to the semi-finals um, at and the national finals la- last year. Uh, Greg, obviously, you know him very well. Um, say some nice things about him. Where to start? I don't know if you can say a bad word about the man. I, you know, I think Tree Tree will probably back this up as well. But for a guy who predominantly plays corner. He's, he manages to play so aggressively, yet not sell himself out, which oh, is yeah. such a fine line to be able to play. And he does it consistently. Um, and what was he eight, eight interceptions, was it you said? From a corner. Yeah. From corner. You know, <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. It is. It's, that's a silly amount to be able to get from corner because that's meant to be you know, the safer sort of area of the field where a, a, a QB can either get off quick or it's their dump-off area. And he is able to consistently either bait it or is able to jump those routes in. You know, that that is insane sort of stat. But he's ultra-competitive as well, which, you know, when you play alongside him, it brings everyone up to his level as well. Like, everyone feeds off of his energy. I know when you play against it, it can sometimes seem on the edge, but he is 100% one of those players you want on your team because you know fine he will he will perform and he will drag everyone else with him. It's yeah. Tremendous player. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we're gonna move on 
flying down the list number seven i would need to check the standings but i think this guy might be our biggest mover of the year and we're going to fly back along the motorway staying in the central belt to grangemouth and i'm gonna to have to reset to i don't even know what i don't even know what statistic to uh to reset to for this guy because he plays both ways uh fantastically um and is a stalwart of that defense so that's where we're going to go to with his 11 interceptions um one of them a pick six also nine receiving touchdowns almost 50 tackles on the season number seven liam fleming oh wow well played there we go yeah super well played for for liam got a got a lot of good votes this year um and yeah, after a, after a very good a very good season, um, so yeah, tree obviously as a as a quarterback in the division, uh, what's it like? It's <laughs> scary, Bez. He's so <laughs> athletic. Like he's just. I've unfortunately had the chance to play with him like a couple times, but I remember like yeah, my most fondest memory was my first King Bowl experience with Liam. And Jesus, man, he's just he's just, he can just jump for days. Like the ball doesn't matter where the ball is, he's gonna get his hands to it. Um, but I think just alluding to what Greg said about Stepani, like Liam is so aggressive, but like not aggressive like Aaron Drummond. I mean, uh, overly <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he's really he's not afraid to put a, ball, a body into a man uh, in a fifty-fifty challenge. He's gonna get. He's you know he's gonna be in there, like not gonna make it easy for you. So it's throwing into position, you've got to be so accurate because you know he can make a play on that ball regardless of where it is. Uh, yeah, super talented lad, and he's again not just defensively. I think you've mentioned in, your, in there as well, but it's like offensively, like he's he's so fast. Like his route running is really crisp. He's got a good set of hands. Like yeah, he's one of those guys that you need on, on most teams that can play both ways, and that's what a lot of teams either have or don't have. You know, is that one guy that can do both, uh, and he's definitely one of those. Um, yeah, very very good player, Liam. And if he's made the biggest jump. I'm not even surprised. Like he, he should be up there all the time. I think it's only a surprise because, unfortunately, there's lots of good players in the HNC. Um, yeah, but it's not surprised. I would to need, us to, I would need to check, but I remember when it was coming in. I was pretty sure that he he was the biggest jump. Yeah, uh, something like I think he dropped down to something like 18 or something last yeah, year. Yeah, he was pretty off the top of my head. He was, which he was pretty uh, far out last year, which, which was, was absolutely criminal outrageous. at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, of course, always, of course, correction from the from the voting public this year. Oh, that's it. They, they, they've seen their wrongdoings and they've fixed it and they've now raised them back up where he should be. Although, Absolutely. to be fair, I think the whole league knows that, you know, he's... <laughs> Don't throw to Liam Fleming. Don't throw at Liam Fleming. <laughs> Just do not throw in that direction. So you've got to avoid Fraser on one side. You've got to yep. avoid Liam on the other. Yep. Dante on my right hand yep. side. Ah, <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Just yep. don't. Just run the ball. So somewhere. what you're going to do? So what? So you, wait. So hang on. So you're. By that logic, you're just going to throw at Kev Woods all day. <laughs> Well, not throwing at the other three tree. So yeah, uh, Kev's got gammy ankles. Let's just let's go to Kev instead. That's you know, that's the only thing. I maybe maybe that's the way to go. No, I can't back it. Kev's wonderful. He's a great player. Don't make me pick on Kev. Um, you're the one who's saying you're picking on Kev. But that's the problem. Like with the Broncos, is they're so deep across the field. Like it, who? Where's the gap? Oh, it's I don't. The Broncos are definitely one of those teams, much like the Hornets. Those are the two teams that I, on a yearly basis, come up against, and I'm like, who do you pick on? 
Yeah. And then, yeah, it just makes it tough. It's a difficult, difficult assignment when you play those teams, as a lot of teams have already found out over this winter period at a couple of tournaments. Yes, Broncos are a force to be reckoned Broncos, with this year. The Broncos uh, are definitely trying to stake their claim to dominate this list oh, <laughs> this yes. time next year. Oh, yes. I can see a, a few things happening this year. A few ruffled feathers, I think. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, we'll move on. So we're going to hit number six. Number six? Yeah, just just on the cusp of the top five. Number six. <laughs> uh so we're gonna we're gonna go to a, a, a new team. A team that I don't think we've been to so far, or at least not for a while. Um we've got a player with 17 touchdowns on offense, a pick six, four interceptions, bunch of tackles. Um He's a GB Silver Lion. He's a MoFo champion, a Flag of New Year champion. He's survived COVID more than once. It is <laughs> Mr. Gregson. <laughs> GG's, Mr. Gregson. So, yeah, another, Thank you very much. Uh, another good season for Gregson, who managed to stay healthy for more than one week at a time. Um, and <laughs> as such, showed what he could do. On the pitch. You, you say that, I think for the Baffleys, I think I just made over fifty percent. I was gonna say I didn't really see him that this no. much this year in the Baffley, Greg. Where were you? No, that was you know, sniper shot me when we had the cross conference at Sterling. Yeah, and that was me. So, Greg so... made back to back weekends for the first time since twenty seventeen. Um, <laughs> so we'll and as such has been. Imagine if he turned up to every game day, best. Imagine where he could be in that imagine, top five. Imagine how he, how good he could be if he applied himself. Um, uh, so that yes. seems like feedback from his GB camp, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, good. Um, I so, just try, yes, try yes. harder. Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, thank you, like, thank you very much to everyone who to voted. That's it. yeah. Some like of the names I'm ahead of. It's like your yeah, old school they, report card. Greg would be much better if he stopped talking to his friends and applied himself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's actually it's not that's, giggling, that's, 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 that's way too that's accurate. Scary, yeah, yeah, it's, that's way too close to the bone. Like, yeah. Oh, well, sure I mean, that's what mine said. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. explains a lot. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, congratulations, congratulations, <laughs> Greg. You. I'll uh, I'll end your I'll end your uh, your uh, your embarrassment. embarrassment? Yeah, I know yeah. you don't. I know you don't uh, particularly enjoy. No, uh, especially when you look at some of the names that being on the spot. Know, I've just two or three of the names that we've just talked about who 100 percent deserve to be higher up than myself. Hey. So, but hey, I'll take it. I'll take the compliment that it is. So thank you very much. Good. He's definitely a double team this season. I love it. <laughs> are, you still, are you still talking about football? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Greg. Yes. The shambles. <laughs> okay. See you in Aberdeen tomorrow. See you in Aberdeen tomorrow. <laughs> so, and you know what? We're going to stay in Aberdeen. We're at number five. Because this guy, <laughs> this guy, is going to make sure Greg knows that there's a one-spot difference. I, I, right, Bez, I will tell you right now. I, <laughs> I will message you right now because I won't put it out there because I know exactly what he's going to say to me. <laughs> this guy. This guy. 12 receiving touchdowns. Six interceptions. A pick six. 
some passes defensed, um, and a scathing message for Mr. Greg Sim. It is, of course, uh, the king of Aberdeen, Gary Elliott. Hey. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, Tree, uh, you've again, obviously, you've got to throw the ball at Gary sometimes. What is that like? Oh, he's a monster. He definitely is the king of Aberdeen and the king of flag football in Scotland for far too long and he continues to hold that crown mate did you guys see his one-handed pick against warrington in sterling this season that deserves us alone <laughs> oh man he is i was on the sideline gobsmacked like oh gary jesus man like, just take it easy on us uh yeah i think you know i i've i've known gary for a, a long time now actually about four or five years now and probably longer than that uh, how many years? 2016, four, five, six, seven years I've been Ooh. playing against Aberdeen. Time and obviously, flies. Gary's been a part of that since the beginning for me. And always one of those guys you look up to, quite literally. Um, <laughs> you know, from a, an offensive standpoint, he's the absolute go to guy. Like, he's good route running. His knowledge of the game is second to none. Um, you know, and, and just from the the stuff that kind of like seen him play, I've not had a chance to play with Gary on the same team, unfortunately. I've not had that pleasure, uh, but being on the to watch him do his thing against basically every team in Scotland, it's like it's just unfair. Like <laughs> it, it, it doesn't look like he should be able to play flag football at a higher level, and he just dominates. Uh, to Craig's unlucky uh, <laughs> to be the pass off from that, but um, you know, I I, I love Gary, He's a great guy as well. Um, and obviously he was a little bit out this year. Obviously he had his kid this year, so congratulations, uh, Gary, on your baby this year. Uh, but we'll hopefully see a bit more of Gary this season uh, as he dominates the league once again, I think, for this year. So, aye. GG's to our big Gary Elliott. That's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. It's not It's not unlucky. It's not no. unlucky, Tree. It's an absolute pleasure to play alongside him. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. It must be. It, it's, just, it's just frustrating because he's just always right. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, you you quite like to have that little back and forth between people if you get a little bit frustrated or whatever, but you just can't have that with Gary because you just know fine whatever I say is just going to be wrong. Yeah, it can't be bad, you know, having that this and amount that of GB is... talent on offense, Greg. It can't be bad. No, 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 no. It's it, it, yeah, makes it very easy to learn the game when you have someone like him around. Hmm. Um, you know, it's yeah, just that. We're lucky at Aberdeen to have a player such as him who has the experience, the knowledge. Um, knowledge and, is so key. I can't um, imagine the stuff that man knows. Unbelievable. Like decision making, like, oh, guys, do this. It, it's, but he it's, knows it's, because he's done it before. It's the, it's the, on this next play, go stand there. And then you go stand there and the ball gets thrown at you. And you're Balls like, at you. And you're like, they uh, were in the huddle. And they were he knows. Like... <laughs> he's the oracle of flag. I think That's he's just so close. I think he's just so high up. He can hear. <laughs> the air's thinner up there so the sound yeah. travels easier but you can hear your play call um but yeah no congratulations gary top five that's another top five for him i think he's been top five every year we've done this list which is uh rather impressive consistency um Speaks volumes for someone who's been playing consistency for 17 years <laughs> um yeah so at number four number four um might also be another brand new team um, we're coming to your neck of the woods, Mr. Anderson. Oh, uh, for the uh, for a man who was just crowned at the weekend the overall MVP of Winter League, which I'm sure the voters will take into account 
as uh, we come round to this voting period next year. Um, yeah, obviously. Uh, and he's also the man who pays attention to the top 25. I think the most. I think he cares the most. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to yeah. number four this year. It's Brandon Lamb. Yay. Great job, Brandon. Yeah, nice. Congratulations, Brandon. Obviously, Greg, you've played with him um, abroad over the last last year. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, that's, that's a factual statement. That is a factual statement. Tell me about him. So, yeah, I, I mean... That was one of the the catch, the highlights of the, the catch. Yeah, <laughs> I think by this point, what we it was September, October time. Yeah, October. I think yeah. at that point, the the defender was about six foot four. I think by now he must be at least seven foot two. Yeah, um, it's going to the NBA. I heard in the draft. Was, yeah, absolutely, Yao Ming, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's a big player. But what? is brilliant about Brandon as well. He turns up at the big moments. Um, he is someone that you can absolutely rely upon in terms of his performance, but he's also a fantastic character to have in your team as well. Um, you know, I think the world of the kid, he's, he's brilliant and he's, he's, you know, what is he, 21, 22, something like that? Young and talented, Greg. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the, the ceiling for him is unbelievable. Um, I think he's you part of the silvers last year, and I think you've got the worlds next year. And I think if that's not where he should, that that should be, in my opinion, where he should be aiming for. Um, and you know, he's an absolute weapon for you guys at Dunfermline, and it must be great fun to be able to like plan a little offensive game plan around having someone like that at your disposal and um yes. yeah if you just, need a play just give the ball to brandon just yeah. give him the ball just let and that, him and that's just on, that's just on the offensive ball. side as well like yeah, one of the exactly. things that I, I i found really quite incredible was as he came along to more of the camps um his knowledge on the defensive side got more and more and he, you could see him getting a lot more comfortable on that side of the ball and you know he's making number four in this list but as his understanding of that side of the, the game comes through as well he's it, going to be unbelievable yeah yeah he's already a great player and he, he's got the potential to be absolutely unbelievable and i'm all here i'm here for it yeah you can see over winter league as well even from last year like i just think just looking at even this is going to sound super weird and i'm so i'm so apologetic <laughs> brandon but i've known you and your family and your brother for a long time his body he's filling out more now he's, he's grown more into a man and he's, his physical capability is he's going to go through you to go get the ball or over you or round it and there was a play at winter league at the weekend he's literally going over the guy with one hand to go get the ball and i'm like that's just not right that's just not humanly possible but the dude is like he's more physical stronger like yeah <laughs> i think you've ended best i think i've broke best <laughs> I tried to explain it the best that could be. He's becoming, he's blossoming, Bez. He's blossoming into he's blossoming an incredible forward. athlete. At, so at this point, Tree is not allowed within 250 yards of Brandon. <laughs> Luckily, I know his parents. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting the use of the word blossoming and it never came. I just couldn't, find, I just couldn't get the, I couldn't articulate it well enough, Bez. It's a podcast. Uh, I'm struggling on the spot here. Uh, I don't have a script. 
paint words, paint a picture yeah. with your words. You've you could have helped me in the chat, Bez. You oh, could put a tree. He, he definitely painted word. a picture. Bez. Oh, he's painted a picture. He's painted a picture. Yeah. Yeah, we, he's an incredible talent. I'm so pleased to have him in my team because, uh, yeah, he's unbelievable. And I, as you're really saying, Greg, like offensively and even defensively, he's, the intelligence is there now, the communication to kind of ex- articulate to who's in front, what's happening, this is what we're doing. Another one thing I've noticed over winter, he's talking and his coaching is coming along. Like he's starting to transfer that knowledge from GB confidence, and stuff. Confidence. Back again confidence. with the confidence. He, now now yeah. that he's starting to kind of gain the knowledge and he's getting the yeah, confidence yeah, yeah. to kind of relay that. Brilliant. Yep. Well deserved. The roof, I say, what was it? The roof is, what is it saying? The ceiling. Ceiling. The, where yeah, where the his potential, the, 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 the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. Cheers, Greg. There you go. Um, Jesus. For him, definitely. I'm losing my words now. There's so much football and goodness. There's, and there's so much your more vocabulary is now. blossoming. There's so much oh, more oh, yes. It is. It's withering. <laughs> well, it is withering as I get older. That's right. So, I'll second you on that one. Okay, GG's, Brandon. Well done, Brandon. Well done. We're going to move on to number three. Bronze medal. This player is appearing on the list for the first time and has an outlandishly bigger influence on their team than I think their Bafa stats truly belie. Eight picks, eight receiving touchdowns. Maybe it doesn't sound like a lot, but the impact that Dante Fornicario has on the Grangemouth Broncos speaks so much louder than that. At number three from the Grangemouth Broncos, it's Dante. Nice. Hold on. Yeah, congratulations to uh, Dante. Obviously, um, a relatively uh, new recruit for the Broncos playing the Premiership for the first time and immediately making his impact felt. Um, not that it counted in the voting. The voting was done at the time, but obviously again, getting the uh, the Ironman MVP title belt is uh, is big. Um, it's a it's a grueling tournament. You've got to play pretty well for that. It wouldn't have surprised me if there was a Flag and Yuri MVP, that they, that if that was going, that he would have won as well. That he has been off to an absolute flyer for the last year and a bit. Um, and yeah, it's going to be exciting to see where he can he can go with that Broncos team um, in the future. Uh, Greg? Um, as you say, the impact that he's had in just under sort of 12 months is incredible. You know, um, we didn't really know a huge amount about the player that Dante was when he came into the league. Um, certainly those of us that don't play contact anyway, because I, I believe he, it was Edinburgh Wolves, is it, that he played yeah, for? So, so there were people who were aware of his talent, but it's such an explosive player. Um, you had, was a flagging New Year? Tree, you're talking about Brandon coming over the top of a player and, and, and making a an insane sort of yeah. grab. Dante had exactly the same sort of thing that the guys managed to catch on film, which exactly the same sort of thing. He, he kind of inverted himself over the top of a player, maintaining control of it. Um, and, you know, for a guy who's only been playing this game for a short period of time, we're talking about Brandon's sort of ceiling being incredible. As Dante starts to learn and understand more aspects of the game, he's going to become an absolute force to be reckoned with as well. And then, and another player who's just so explosive. Like Once he gets... You've got to get that tackle within the first two or three steps because once he's once the motor's going, he's gone. 
you know, it's incredible pace that you're not catching them ever. Um, and yeah, I don't have a huge amount more to say because you know, no, first, you covered it. You covered it very well. You know, coming yeah, in well. straight in number three, like it's incredible debut sort of season, and um, yeah, really excited to see more of his game because he is a really fun player to watch. Hate yeah. playing against them. <laughs> not yeah, I was going to say which he's, is a, he's an annoying which is a nice massive theme well, about so. some of these players because they are just so talented. And you know, you look at you know some of the guys that we're going through in this sort of top eight nine. The difference between them is so little. Oh yeah, that it is such an exciting division. Agreed, agreed. Okay, we'll uh, we'll keep rolling. We're going to go to a different team now. We're going to come in at number two, um, and. Yeah, this was the. Uh, it was you're right, Greg, and that it was it was very very close uh, for a long time as the votes were coming in um, for the entire top ten. But this this top three and top two were especially uh, were especially tight, um, kind of the the whole way. So uh, this player um, was actually by a by a quirk had the most rushing touchdowns in the Premier North. He also threw for the most with 87. It is the quarterback of the Glasgow Hornets and friend of the show, Nicky Farrell. Congratulations, Nicky. Obviously, another stellar year. Quarterback in the Hornets to a semi-final place in the National Championships um, and also winning a couple of tournaments here and there throughout the year as well, just to uh, kind of embellish his resume. Not that it really needs it, um, but yeah, since taking that starting job, I think Nicky has played um, yeah, exceptionally well. Um, he's also kind of, yeah, pulled in a couple of touchdowns um, and, you know, played a bit of on defense as well. So um, yeah, can, can do it all, but is really growing into that starting quarterback role and yeah, um, Eighty-seven touchdowns is. Uh, What's that in fifteen or sixteen games? Yeah, so that's just in league in regular season play, which is between what five and six touchdowns a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do five well. Would get, five would give you about eighty yeah. if it's sixteen games. And uh, his, if you want his full ratio, he was eighty-seven to thirteen interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> so... Not bad. Not bad. Going. Ratios. So, terrible, terrible play, Nicky. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, down, down one, down one from last year. But I'm sure he won't mind uh, coming in, coming in at number two. Obviously, we all know how well uh, Nicky played. And um, yeah, was it Iron Iron Man and Quake and a semi final spot at the national championships? And yeah, a good, a good year for a good year for. For Mr. Farrell. Well, he's just an incredibly dynamic player. You're saying it there, you know, the fact that he's got the most rushing touchdowns, the most passing, you have to respect the fact that he can move. And, you know, Nicky can move as well. It's He is, maybe the top speed's not maybe the, the greatest, but his ability of, his evasiveness is 
incredible. Shifty. Uh, so shifty. And I, he's one of these people who it's so easy to kind of to forget that as well and to, to almost underestimate it that um, it, it almost goes un, underappreciated at times. But, you know, he always finds a way of figuring teams out as well. You know, if he has a couple hiccups, he always comes back stronger. You know, we find that certainly when we've played them, you have the first two, three drives, you think, right, we could be in the game here, here. And uh, by the time you hit the second half, you're kind of like, need to just try and keep the score down now. Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> it's like, let's just try and make sure we don't yeah. get out of here. Yeah. You know, what do you mean the rough demoralized and keep, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. And a lot of that comes down to the, what Nicky brings is is that sort of the dual threat, but also the mentality of, um, and I think this is possibly a little bit thing that goes under the radar as well. But you see it when you watch some of the games back, even when a game is you know two three touchdowns, they're making plays. He's still celebrating as if it's a one score game. Because he's got that drive, he's got that hunger of actually winning games and and really making sure that they're that that he's trying to get his team to play at the top level, and that for a team such as the Hornets is going to be massive, especially with we we know what their goal is. Right? We don't need to shirk from it. They they're really trying to chase that sort of national level. Uh, they Absolutely. want to be the national champions. So having that hunger, having that sort of um, desire of even it, when it's coming to these early games of making sure they're getting themselves into the where the performances should be. Never mind the result, the performances where they need to be. That's that's going to be huge for them, and you know it has been huge for them in the past. So, absolutely, fully expect to see him in the top three next year as well. No, oh, I would think so. I would think so. Which brings us to number one. Brings us to number one in twenty nineteen, the first Abigail Trophy. Well, in 2020, the first Abigail Trophy was given out for performances in 2019. A small clock was delivered to Callum Woods <laughs> for being an excellent granddaughter. Yeah, it was. I, <laughs> tree, go go by Tree's reaction. I'm not sure he knows the full story I about remember, it. I, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to this day, still not entirely sure what happened to the, <laughs> uh, the trophy that was ordered. Does the trophy still live on? Has he still got it? He still got it, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's quality. I love that. Um, <laughs> we do owe Nikki an actual trophy, um, yeah. And who? So Nikki gained his trophy in twenty twenty two for performances in twenty twenty one after the cancelled season. And this year, in twenty twenty two, we're going to deliver in twenty twenty three. Sorry, we're going to deliver the trophy for the number one player. Voted on by the by the players, who has been judged to be the best of a pretty good bunch. Eleven interceptions, two pick sixes, five receiving touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, sixty-six tackles, and a whole lot more. The influence of this player goes well beyond his individual stats. Anchoring one of the best defenses in the country to an undefeated season. He's back in Scotland. It is David McAnally. 
Congratulations. Uh, Maka, you have been judged to be the number one player in the HNC in 2022. Um, we're going to be in touch to make sure that we can get you your nice little little trophy. Um, but yeah, first, Tree is going to say some nice things about you. Oh, man. I was currently trying to look to see where I voted and put Maka. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I put him as my number one player. Um, no, what a talent. Like, Maka is just... Again, that Hornets defense, between Max and him at the back, there's just no room for error. Like, Maka is just unbelievable, isn't he? Um, he, is. he really is. And one of the nicest guys as well. Like during the game, like he's trash talking is tremendous. Like um, <laughs> he's so polite and just so good about it too that he's just like Maka's always on the money. Uh, and for me, it's like a lot of his knowledge is of an understanding of the game too. It's like you see his position and the way he talks to his team, and he's, he's exuberance of confidence that he just gives everybody by being on the field. Yeah, I, he's a scary man to be on defense. You don't wanna, you know, you don't wanna fling the ball. Uh, anywhere near him like you basically oh it's Maka playing at the back cool let's just pass the other way oh it's Max on the other side um who are we giving the ball to Brandon go make a play yeah because <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> go near Maka he's <laughs> go make a play but the first obstacle we come to is Calm Stepani oh then you got Stepani to get through <laughs> yeah it's... Uh, what an addition that was to that Hornets team that 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 has elevated those guys the defense just to a stratospheric level last season like I don't think any of us were surprised when we seen like Max and Maka Stepani you know uh, of those three alone the only thing you're missing was Kaz through injury unfortunately the blitz to to really fill in that defense but you know I not, not a bad replacement they've got a blitz either oh well exactly yeah <laughs> definitely not a bad replacement at blitz that mile, um, Jason. Jason, yeah, yeah, Jason's, yeah, <laughs> not a bad replacement at all. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well deserved for Mac a number one place. I don't think anyone's going to be second guessing this one. He's, you well, know, oh, an unbelievable talent, just superb. But it's great to have him back in the in the H. Well, in the HNC, uh, we get to see him a little bit more frequently than being with the Manchester Titans. So, lovely guy as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's, that's- my my only argument is I would have absolutely no idea about his trash talk. He, he, like I don't think we got, we must not have got close enough. I don't think we were. We we don't, I don't think we concerned no. him last year. No, I don't think we he's, did. He's always, <laughs> he's always been an absolute gentleman before, like picking off our quarterback. So, so oh, um, it's on the sidelines. It's like it's the wee comments that he makes. I'm just like that okay. is tremendous, and it's not like it's it's not like directed as like a trash talk, but you know, he's saying it in a way which is like. Make Mac sure you hear on. it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, he's tremendous. That's why I love being like when I see Maka when he's on the same side as me refereeing. You'll just hear him in your ear, and I was like, Maka. <laughs> but it's always really good. So, oh, I, I love, I love the guy. He's so good to be around on the field, off the field. You know, between game and stuff. I super talented gentleman. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I agree so, with yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So, congratulations. Uh, Maka on being voted in at number one and thank you very much to everyone who who took part um, this was the we had more votes than we've ever had before um, and therefore more points to be uh, voted on um, I think we had I think I said this uh, right at the beginning but we had a massive amount of people um, I think 89 people picked up votes um, over the out of the 200 plus that are on the list um so 
yeah so yeah thank you everyone for taking the time to fill i, I know the form is a bit fiddly but um yeah we got there in the end and yeah everything every every team every team had someone voted in and yeah 89 89 players across the across the the conference so yeah thank you everyone for that which allows us to formally close the book on the 2022 season and get ready for Baffa flag football 2023 division one kicks off uh this weekend um in ellen as the aberdeen silvercats are the home team so not only do you get to drive to aberdeen you get to drive around it and go out into the countryside <laughs> Um, we believe it is the first flag football games ever played in Ellen, so you will literally be making history, Division 1, this weekend. So yeah, isn't that exciting? So guys, we've already done some uh, game picks already. We've uh, discussed them, and uh, long-time listeners will be glad to know that Tom has also handed in uh, his, <laughs> his picks. So we will, uh, when they will throw the graphic out later on, and you will be able to to see um kind of how how things are are getting on um, and why i was the perfect replacement for tom why why we were made to be together you are tom yeah there's no point in having both unbelievable of you because um we're not going to go through tom's picks today because unless tree throws a sudden audible him and tom picked exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same game picks. Couldn't believe it, Ben. I hit the <laughs> so, submit button and then I scrolled up to just you know just have a look at Tom to see what what difference there would be. You know what did he pick? What's he not seen? What's he seen that I haven't seen? And I was like, you have got to be kidding, Tom. Oh. <laughs> so for week one, I've not thrown audible. I'm going to keep them as is. Um, I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm a little bit worried for a couple of my picks. I I based upon winter league and now from what I know and the players that are not playing for said team or maybe playing for the other team, my decision might change, but um, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to run the roller coaster. Bro. No, Greg. <laughs> Bro. Well, Greg is, Greg's going to, unless Greg has written them down, he's going to go full, full audible here. Um, I told you I'd done my homework. We have a yes. have, you have done your homework. Okay, yeah. cool. That's why right. I was really quiet when you were talking about winter league. It's because I wasn't there, so I had no clue. So I was like, right, cool. I'll do my best. Or just uh, yeah, just keep keep myself useful. Okay, cool. Right. In that case, we're gonna we're gonna kick off um, with with the home team and the new team. Can we call it that way? Um, game one of the day, Aberdeen Silvercats versus the Edinburgh Gunslingers. Uh, Tom and Tree, what way are we going here? We we have both went for the Aberdeen Silvercats, my friend. We have both went for the, the hometown team and Jamie Bennett to rule the roost on that one. Yeah, um, that's what we went for. Yeah, it's been good to see uh good to see Jamie back. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the same way. So we're gonna find out. Greg, are you gonna make it a full house for us? It is a full house. Um for me, obviously, we know Jamie is a very, very capable quarterback. Um, we're hoping the Silvers are going to put up a pretty decent showing this year. There's a lot of question marks as to the Gunslingers. Um, I still don't know if we have a quarterback for them. Who we is do. yet? We do. We do. Yeah, yeah. I believe we do. Yeah, yeah. Been sharing the duties at Winter League. Yeah. 
Paul, not that, not that Greg has been there. So uh, yeah, yeah, I would add he wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true yeah. Well, I, I was, oh, I was kind Hogg of the assumption it might David, be David, David Hogg's pick. David oh, Hogg yeah. is rumored to be the uh, the, the starter for the yeah. season. I hadn't seen the press conference where it got confirmed as the starting QB. So you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. waiting for the official confirmation. Yeah, no, we still. You know, There's still from... a lot of unanswered questions. I think you're right, Greg. There's still a lot of unanswered questions for the Gunslingers. We haven't really seen them play as a team, which I'm actually relatively surprised about. I would expect the preseason friendlies, maybe a winter league, maybe you know, just a play as the Gunslingers to give them an opportunity to play together as a unit. So this this could be a either a baptism of fire at the weekend or like a bunch of ringers it's gonna uh, that we don't know about <laughs> that they're just gonna come and blast everyone uh, who knows because hawk's been around the league a long time you yeah, know yeah. what he's doing like yeah, yeah so absolutely who knows but well it'll be interesting to watch on saturday that'll be interesting yeah for looking sure. forward to uh looking forward to seeing seeing how they get on and uh, as we move as we move through the year so next up we've got the murray distillers um who finished last year on a high uh missing out uh, on the playoffs by a half game or a game um, and the Grangemouth Colts who had a tough winter league um, so yeah so it's the f- but obviously played in winter league have been playing together for the whole winter Murray um, yeah while, while playing well last year um, haven't really been seen since Quake so Greg what are you where are we going here so I've went with the distillers um, having looked at a number, I see the Colts have put out their squad list for the year. Um, there's quite a few new names in there. Names are, are certainly unfamiliar for me anyway, the, the potential that they played last year. Um, but I think with the Distillers having their first year last year, they, they, they looked pretty capable and improved as the year went on. You would hope for, for them that they, the, the off-season they've managed to kind of take a step or two forwards. Um, and I'm kind of intrigued to see how they do this year. I, I, no, find their sort of target would also be to try and improve on last year and missed out on playoffs by half a game. So they're going to want to be trying to challenge at the top half, and I know it will be difficult to do that because Division One is always, always electric. There's, don't worry, there's I am fully expecting there to be a lot of fireworks again. There's this a year there's because... a Div One hype monologue coming i don't know when it's going to come out but it's definitely it's definitely yeah. coming there's there's definitely going to be fireworks this year um in yeah. div one and there's going to be some really really fun games and i fully expect the distillers to be right in amongst that as well so i would i don't um, think it's, I i'm not going to side with them i don't think it's beyond the um i don't think it's beyond the realms of aspirations to say that the distillers will be will be setting a target of top two They'll be looking for a playoff game, like a promotion playoff game, I would think, um, based on how they based on how they finished last year. A trip to the national finals is obviously going to be amazing. We know that we know that we know you know the Silvers were third last year and were the final playoff spot. So the Distillers were actually a tip drill in week one against the Colts last year, away from having the the necessary win percentage to go. So um, yeah, is this that week one rematch? Um, I'm going to go with the Distillers as well. Um. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And uh, Tree Tom, how are we doing? Tree Tom has uh, Clark Anderson has also went for the Distillers. 
uh, we have agreed unanimously that we also agree with you two guys that the Distillers, <laughs> based upon their performance last season, deserve the recognition for this year, straight off the back, to be putting their stomp on the league. Clark Anderson, 2023, still united as we progress. So, uh, Silver Cats and Chargers, um, this one's been um, pretty back and forth over the years. Um, the Chargers' offences look a lot better during Winter League. Um, I've been really impressed with how they've they've come on. Um, Silver Cats will be going kind of straight into this game um, after playing one. So they should be should be nice and warmed up. Um, I guess with the Silvers, there's some questions on uh, where they're, you know, how their their new look offense is going to look, um, as the All Cats have pickpocketed some of their players. But uh, I still I still think I can back the I still think I can back the Silvers here. Uh, Clark Anderson, twenty twenty three. Uh, yeah, I, again, we both went for the Silvers. I think I also, speaking of my kind of decision-maker on that one, obviously with Fraser no longer being part of the Chargers, that's a massive loss for them. Brandon Lynch shouldn't be playing this weekend with his concussion protocol. He should be out for this weekend. So based upon that, he's out as well. The Chargers are a loss of power on the sort of throwing element of the game. So I think you're losing out on Lynch, you're losing out on Fraser. Uh, you know, Big Hasties away at the Raptors. There's a few players kind of moving away from that at the moment. So I think that the Chargers will need to, you know, rely on Gregor, uh, Gregor Rule a lot this weekend. I don't know if Jake's going to be playing. I, I haven't heard. So it'll be really interesting to see what Chargers squad turns up and how the loss of Fraser affects that organisation. Um, but I believe the Silvers, yeah, I, I think the experience, Nick Gordon, Liam Dixon, Scott Forbes, Jamie Bennett, I think there's enough experience there and they've been playing together really well over Winter League. I think they'll come with a lot of confidence. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I, ready I think for the gear beating show to continue. Yeah, Kier's been unbelievable, isn't he? So I, I think if, if he's still Silvers... to continue. Correct. I honestly see Aberdeen and Silvercats doing particularly well this season. Um, if they can keep their players, you know, damn these pesky <laughs> oil cats, stealing all the talent. Who knew? What are they like, um, hey? Rascals. Unbelievable. Like, Silvercats could be national champions, but no, no, no. These oil cats <laughs> come and steal all their players. You know, Simon's unbelievable talent, gone. Shocking. Eli Rory, gone. Camry gone. Oh, Hoover and the talent. But that's what it's there for. That's what it's there for. So, so yeah, silver's for us, guys. Silver's for, for me and Tom. Cool. Greg? Yeah, um, Tree's kind of touched on the main points there. I've went with silver's as well. Oh. Um, with the lot, I think Hasty's going to be a bigger loss um, because he was, he's a big physical frame. He's a handy he, outlet. He, he was a very important outlet um, when you watch back some of their games in terms of, you know, getting them out of a hole at times. Being able to just put it up top, up on the top shelf for him, you know, massively important player for them. So that him and Fraser obviously um, leaving as well that he put on uh, Facebook this week. So that's another huge blow for them. So it'll be interesting to see how they recover from that. I know, obviously, through Winter League that you're saying that the offence looked pretty good. That was still with those two players, so it's going to be interesting to see how they recover from that, and it could be... It might it might not happen week one, but hopefully, sort of week two, week three, you start to see the... Sort they'll, of this... they'll find the pieces. Lynch will make a massive difference to that offence once he comes in. He'll give them another dynamic, so... Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, hopefully they kind of figure it out because they, they did start to kind of figure out that they need to get players 
into positions to kind of maximise their talent. So hopefully they manage to figure that out pretty quickly again and, and we can see them challenging. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, we're going to... Okay, so now it starts to get interesting, I reckon, because we've yeah. been unanimous the whole way through, but this is where it starts to get fun. Killer Bees, Raptors. Greg, what you got for me here? So... I have went with the killer bees here, and I know this might be. Yes, I can see your face, Tree. Oh, you feel correct. this is a controversial one. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. You feel this is a controversial one. So, yeah, I'm going to let Bez kind of take the, take the conversation here. I was going to say, fuel my fire, Greg. Fuel it. Fuel it. Give me it. Cool. So, Clark, <laughs> Clark Anderson, Clark Anderson, 20, 23. Yeah, we we both went for the Raptors. Um, my thoughts on the Raptors are very clear. Um, I believe that they'll be the the Northern champions this year, and it won't even be close. I believe that we will win. Hi. <laughs> Honestly, I think the Raptors will be clear number one seed in the North. Like, not even close. There, there's a hundred percent. Like, there's absolutely a path for that to to happen. You look. Yeah. Listening to what you're saying about uh, Ross's step forward going through winter league if he carries that through you've got him you've got pj you're now yeah. going to have big hasty there as well yeah. as uh jiggy, jiggy. ben greg yep. like jordan larkin oh they, so they are built to got, win they've yeah. got the talent to go and really make a run at this division i've just got a sneaky feeling of something's going to be happening over at the bees yeah that could be their achilles heel if you think of who's there you know, um, obviously, Kearns is now a Hornet. He's not yep. the Killer Bees. So, the Derek's at QB, probably. And Alan Young, I think, is QB of the Bees now. Experience there. Then you've got Jamie Canlish, Willie McNabb, Fraser. Um, uh, yeah. Kiko. Yep. Kiko Andrew is uh, is heading in um, as well. Played fantastically at uh, Flagna Carta for for the uh for the flag slayer, slayer core won some silverware so yeah i think with i think with with youngie around i think with um you know um with the other players coming back in the two willies and as you say yep. as you say um yeah jamie and stuff i i think this this is i've got i i picked two games here as game of the round um and weirdly both of them contain the killer bees um, so I think they'll win maybe one of the two of them. So questions over Ben. I was just chatting to Coach today. He was being very coy with me, Coach Mark. <laughs> um, which being been a... really working the phones, haven't you? I've got a lot of sources. Uh, which uh, leads me to his coyness. Uh, leads me to suspect something may be amiss. So. Well, yeah. again, my agent's not being spoke to by the Raptors organization. Being a free agent, I haven't heard. You know, the, heard there's not that they're not that desperate. But okay, you know. hey, well, Mark filled in admirably over the course. Over he did. Early. He done fantastic. Yeah. League. So if it came to if it came to Mark playing, I think you know with with Ross and and Paul and that. It's a good um, point. Like I, I do the, see that they're not if Ben's QB Raptors win this. If not, the quarterback question is huge here, and I'm going to make is. my decision based on the fact that. Because I don't know Ben is going, I can I can't pick them. So it's the killer bees for me. Oh, nice. There you go. And also, there's no way that we can have all of us picking the same, no, <laughs> the same no, games yeah. the whole way. So we're gonna get a little bit uh you you, Clark Anderson, have an advantage here because you've written yours down. Um, That's true, we have, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, bees, gunslingers, I'll take this one early for all the points I've just mentioned. I'm going to take the bees because I don't know anything about the gunslingers. Greg's got his hand up. Greg yeah. says the same jo- thing. I'm, I'm, joining, I'm joining you on the yeah. very, yeah. What, what feels like the safe side of the fence here. Yeah. Yeah. Bees all around for us as well, guys. Bees. bees for the Clark Andersons. Bees for the Clark Andersons. Colts, Raptors. Um, I think the Raptors carry this. I think they've got too much talent. Um. So I think the Colts. I think the Colts. If I think the Colts will give a good account of themselves, but I think the Raptors will will pull away, especially in the second half. Yeah, the longer format too. Like you see, there's obviously a completely different format to Winter League. Uh, Quake, Flag and Iron Man. There's tie yeah, timeouts. Now <laughs> clock stops. management skills required. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Second half could be get away from it, maybe. But Raptors yeah. for us as well. Yeah. Greg, you're taking the Raptors too. I certainly am. Yeah, it's a back-to-back on the Colts as well as they take on the host team um, in their their, their Silvercats third game of the day. Um, I've got the Silvercats going undefeated at home. Greg uh, Greg is putting up the uh, power protest fist, which I think means he agrees. Um, Yep. And I'm (laughs) nodding profusely, which we agree as well. Clark Anderson, we're all as a a quad. I'm a homer. Yep, I'm a homer as well now. We are unified. Um, Cool. Fun game next. Chargers Distillers. Fun, fun game. Uh, Clark Anderson. We have went on the way of the Distillers. The Distillers. Went with the Distillers. We're going to run that Northern Highland wave uh, and carry on that momentum from last year. I think that based upon the Distillers last season, like they're they've got a lot of good momentum. They're in a really good place as long as they keep going and if I can we've no idea what they've I have no idea what they've happened over the winter. This could be a complete misinterpretation. But based upon last season, if they keep it the same and they keep growing and learning and developing one based on what they had this year last year, yeah, this should be A a good game, but competitive, but I think the distillers have got enough to potentially overthrow the Chargers with today. Yeah, I think the uh the distillers are going to be are going to be just fine. And it was also it was good to see Obviously, Jake was down playing for the um for the Chargers a couple of times through Winter League, um, but is still registered with Murray um for Baffa. Um obviously uh, Dave and Steve were playing for um the Rex Minute Runners and and playing throughout the and uh, obviously Dave won the Ironman plate with the Manchester Quavos. Um so all which was almost a good reference. Um so so yeah, I think they've you know they've they've still had players that have been active and they were at the quake and stuff. So I think they're uh, they've been doing they've been doing just fine. I will also take the uh, the distillers here, Gregory. Okay, you're entirely correct that this could be a very fun game. One of the things that I think could be a factor here, and I was just double checking it, is weather. <laughs> yeah. Teams coming up north, looking at the forecast. Six degrees is going to be the high where it meant to be as low as one degrees. Mm-hmm. So this is this is this is going to be Messy. just home for Mori. This is like yeah. this is just their sort of Stripper this park. is gonna be their this is them. This is the this is their moment. Like this is they're gonna be buzzing and everyone else is gonna be bringing up the big coats and trying to keep themselves warm. 
Uh, so I, I've got a feeling that this is going to lean towards the distillers for me. It might mean that it's not as fun in terms of being able to throw the ball as much. Well, what's actually um, interesting about because that, though, because this is where I thought you were going to go, is that both both teams have very good ground games, right? Like just yeah. short short pops or people in the backfield with Alex and Stephen, um, you know, Noel and Gregor. Both both teams can move the ball on the ground, Without having the go, yeah. Which is which you know in flag is relatively unusual, but both team both of these teams doing that, both of these teams can actually do that, and it is part of their playbook. So, if it is slippy and muddy, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is going to be a low scoring game. No, not necessarily. But it, it, what I'm seeing is that it's it's not necessarily raining, or it kind of is kind of fl- fluctuating between. It's one the weather just being really is, cold. It's it's sometimes snow. It's sometimes a little yeah, bit. Just of know the so. only reason why I'm going, guys, on Saturday is because it's not projected to rain. I can handle the cold, but there's no rain. The apparently. weather forecast is one of those that's like, what can we get? One raindrop, a grey cloud, a white cloud, a sunshine, and some wind. <laughs> it rains. The, I'm staying in my hotel room. That's the I, I, I was I was going to say I've checked it three times this week and it's changed every single oh, has time. It? Yeah. I only <laughs> checked like an hour ago. It's like that'll do me. I'm booking my hotel. It's amazing. <laughs> um, cool. So Greg, you're going. You're going. Northern. Yeah, I'm going, dist- I'm going distillers. Okay. Cool. Uh, Chargers gunslingers is next up. Um, and I think at this point, we have all of us have these two teams looking for their first win. So barring a tie, obviously, where uh, who's going to pick up their first win there, Tree? Uh, go for the Chargers. For me and Mr. Tom Clark, we're going to pick up the Chargers in this one, I think. Uh, I think they've got enough experience now to potentially overthrow. And I, I have no idea who the Gunslingers have got me. I, I just went with the yeah. Chargers because I knew who they were. That's, um, yeah, that's... Until this week, that will probably change after Saturday. When I even arrive on Saturday, I'll go, ah, Boulder <laughs> Dash. I've made a mistake. I have made a mistake. Um, (laughs) So right now, based upon what I know, Chargers, um, only because I don't know who the Gunslingers are going to have offensively and defensively. I think that the Chargers have got enough experience there now that they should be quite content with what they have defensively in regards to what they're planning. Offensively, yes, they've lost weapons, but with Noel, they should be able to still get the ball moving through Gregor or wherever they've got. You know, um, I think it should still be fine, but this, this is a game where yeah, I could this could go completely on its head, and the gunslingers could be, you know, dynamite. But I'm going to stick with my guns. It's going to be Chargers in this one, Mister Bez. They're going to be my team of choice for this one. Cool, yeah. Greg. So he's entirely right in terms of this can go either way. Because we don't, we we know so little about the gunslingers. This is either a fantastic ploy from them; they have not put the team out during winter leagues so that everyone gets a good look at them and can plan I mean, accordingly. If you know where to, I've, I've, it only just walked into my head that if you know where to look, I can tell you exactly who's on their team. Playways, playways, um... never thought about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, darn it. However, um, and then you still got what's going to be the early question marks over the Chargers. But I think I'm going to bite the bullet here and I am hoping for lightning in the bottle and go for the Chargers. I think I think the Chargers will will pick up a win here. I think that um they I think that'll be their first will, they, will that be their first HNC win. 
Yeah, I think all the their three, games the came three, in the, the three, three, cross conference went, last yeah, year. Cross conference yeah. last year, right? Um, but yeah, so to give the gunslingers the respect that we should have given them much earlier, um, Gordon McSherry is on the team. David Hogg, Greg Matthews, Paul Fleming, uh, Gemma Gow, um, all players yeah. that we that we know well. Uh, yeah, Mike Hibbert's in there. Jonathan Patterson, Xander McFetters, Stephen Wilson, Josh Fox, and Amy McKenzie are all all in that team. So all people that we've kind of seen in and around at winter league never i don't think we've seen them purely in that in a lineup as themselves like you said earlier tree but yeah um definitely players that we know well playing their first games together as a as a team their first kind of full-length matchups um obviously there's a huge amount of experience in that squad um yeah it makes this kind of now i've looked at that makes this game a lot more exciting i am going to give the chargers the edge here but Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be close. Like this is gonna be this is uh, the real is a real 50-50. And actually, given the fact that you guys have both gone chargers, I'm gonna go gunslingers. I'm gonna take a risk here and I'm gonna try and get a point on the board early. <laughs> I'm gonna lone wolf this one. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll take the I'll take the gunslingers here. Uh okay, cool. So that means the, the last game of the day. And I said earlier on, I thought the both games there was two games here that I thought were my top two um potentially games of the week. Um both containing the killer bees. This is the other one, the Stillers Killer Bees. Uh so Tree, talk to me. No, you're talking about Tree's gonna make an audible. Is this the one? This the one. This could be my audible. Yeah. As we've been talking tonight, I've had an opportunity to talk to fellow flag football humans. Yeah. I I, I originally went with the distillers. You're based be upon so guided when you change your mind and get I it wrong. No, I know, but like Yeah. I'm just I can now picture the killer bees offense in my face. I can just I can see it in front of me. I mean, they are fully stacked. Like, you know, most of, you know, a, a decent chunk of the EP, EKP women are in there. Yeah. Um, you know, they've got a lot of the usual, you know, Robbie Menzies is 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 back and registered Will, after we didn't see him a huge amount last year. Uh, you know, Callum right. Bell's back and registered. Youngie's moving down. Um, Kiko, who we spoke about earlier on. Don't forget about Paul Ferretti. You know, Robin, Becca, Marnie, Jem, Claire, Ainsley, Lizzie. Becca Gibson, stack. Jamie's in there. That's yeah. so the one I'm looking at. It's like Jamie Fraser, Willie McNabb, Robbie Menzies, Youngie. It's like Fraser. your key key protagonist. Chargers Fraser. Nah. Nope. No. Nope. It. I mean, going by his Facebook post, he said he's going to the Premiership. I know where he's going. <laughs> well, are we doing that, are we? <laughs> It'll be out by the time he turns up on Saturday, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Hang on. If you give me a minute, I'll see if I can find it. Isn't he? I thought he was going. So, it, yeah, he says, Heavy heart that I leave the West Loading Chargers to take on a new challenge in the Premiership. Oh. Oh, okay. So now I might be wrong here. However, Saturday is Div One, not the Premiership. Hmm. 
<laughs> for I'm those who can't right. see, we'll, for right, those we'll, who uh, can't see we'll, it, we'll move. We'll there, move there's we'll move. a tremendous look on Tree's face. Oh, right now, now I might just go with the Stillers. Then now you've thrown a curveball at me. Now <laughs> we'll move. We'll move this one on. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to out Fraser until I'm going to let, you know, doing the respect of letting him announce where he's going himself. He's currently not registered tree. So if you're looking through playways, you're not going to find it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll, we'll leave it at that. But so yeah, game picks. <laughs> where are you going, Greg? Um, I am going. So I was, I was very tempted to go with the boozy pick and take the distillers here. But that would be having both North teams going undefeated on the day, and I have to pick. I have to pick one of them to not win a game, and I can't do that with the Silvers. So I'm I'm taking the Killer Bees on this one. Okay, three. I'm gonna stick with the Distillers. You're gonna stick with the Distillers. <laughs> He's, He's so, so not nervous. sure. No, He's no, so no, no. not sure. <laughs> we like, got I rock up to Ellen on Saturday morning and I see a human dressed in a killer B jersey. I'm like, I'm changing my pick before this game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Um, uh, I'll stick with the Stillers, Mr. Bez. Lock it in. It's already in, the, it's already in our group chat. It's, it's locked in, in chat. so I'm not going to change. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, yeah, this one is a, is a boozy is a boozy pick to use Greg's uh, vernacular um so see greg i'm actually the opposite so there's a i know i picked against the raptors earlier but like there's a there's i was saying about this before right there's a genuinely reasonable chance that we get three teams that come out of here undefeated right so the raptors raptors aberdeen and murray are probably you know top half teams same you know and i would probably add the killer bees into that as well um so well yeah. I'm going with two teams coming out of here undefeated. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean there's also I mean, there's, there's many teams that could come out undefeated, I guess, but they're the they would be the early the early favorites, I think. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Murray. I'm gonna say Murray just do enough. So what is Tom is he with the distillers as well? Tom, we both I, went for am I lone wolf? You're a lone wolf you're a lone wolf in this. One. You go. Come on. Nice. Do the wolf noise. Oh, <laughs> there we go there we go Ow. cool okay that's it i'll get a graphic i'll get a graphic made up and uh yeah good good preview of the baffa season so yeah obviously sounds like tree is going to be out and about visiting you all on saturday morning so do say hello he's going to be our correspondent on tour yeah uh, i'm going to be there i have a job interview tomorrow bez in aberdeen um, well i can only wish you luck Thank you very much. And then I've got. I hope that's not flag... the first Aberdeen-based contract that you get offered. Uh, yeah, the, the, well, this this will be a full-time job if I take yeah. it. It's not contracting. It's going to be moving to full-time, so I'll probably be hybrid remote. I don't. Well, I might be moving up to Aberdeen. It depends on what they offer me and the money and stuff. So I'm not ruling it out. And sure. then I've got some flag football Friday night, and I thought, you know what, Bez? There's flag football in Aberdeenshire. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stay the night and go watch some flag football on Saturday while I'm up there anyway. So I'll cool. be. Have a wee nose about seeing what's happening. Well, I hope you enjoy so your I'll Friday report. night cocktails. You will certainly have earned by them by myself. the time cocktail time comes around. Okay. I, I mean, I I mean I'm sure there's myself. I'm sure there's someone sharing a screen with us right now that would be interested in a little a cheeky wee cocktail for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Messages will be had. 
<laughs> or even a latte. A latte would go a long way, Bez. That's what we're talking our language, right? <laughs> I knew, I knew how to get to his heart. I'll bring yeah, the chocolates and the lattes. Speaking <laughs> our language. Fantastic. Cool. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Um, I guess this is going to get on Friday morning, so you've not got long to listen to it if you want to find out the answers before the games have happened. But, um, yeah, and congratulations once again to everyone on the top 25. And, of course, David McAnally at number one. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you throughout the uh, the week and we'll be back uh, next week, I guess, with a review show and heading up towards the Premiership season in April. It's not too far away now that everyone will be, will be back playing. Um, and we're off on week one to Sterling, I think, as the Grangemouth Broncos host us once again. Oh, yeah. That's that. Thank you, everyone, for for listening. It is uh, it is good night from Tree. Good night, everybody. It is good night from Greg. Good evening. And it is good night from me. Thank you very, very much for listening. That is the way we HNC it. Remember that you can be sure to never miss an episode of the way we HNC it by subscribing on whatever platform you. Listen on and ensuring that you leave us a couple of stars as a review. Um, To be honest, we're not entirely sure what that does. But if you enjoy the show, give us some decent stars and tell your friends. And if you don't enjoy the show, then feel completely free to tell nobody about it. You tried, you didn't like it. But hey, at least you tried and at least we got here. And to be honest, you must have liked it a little bit because here at the end of the show, you're still listening. Speak soon, everyone. Have a great week.